What's going on, guys? Anthony here. So I'm working on something that is pretty interesting and exciting for me personally, but unfortunately, I can't talk too much about it. But what I can say um, and what I am going to do, actually, is uh, I realized I just lied to you. Actually, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to actually flush out my ideas. I just changed my mind in the last 12 seconds as I've already began talking. So um Ignore everything I said in the first 20 seconds here. Um, pretty much what I'm going to do, actually, is I'm going to flush out a few ideas I have around uh, the E1B2 um, consultancy that is still in ideation phase. We're still trying to figure out how we are going to be different from a lot of the other consulting services and brands uh, around the world. Um, and so what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm frankly... Uh, just going to be flushing them out um, in real time. Uh, I'm a big fan of Gary Vee. I'm a big fan of documenting uh, what you are trying to do in real time and, and, and trying to get insights and perspectives along the way, uh, opposed to spending six, eight, 10 months in ideation mode, building out something that the world either doesn't want or that uh, has a lot of holes in it and you didn't give it enough energy to the market, into the into the macro world uh, to poke holes in your ideas and perspectives. So yeah, I'm just going to walk through a few things. What I'm working on right now is the E1B2 brand startup advising section of the business, right? So um, I've always been, I mean, guys, you can go through and listen to any of the content that I've ever created. I've always been a big fan of, and frankly, I haven't seen many opportunities or instances or examples where startups, right? Day one, ideation, day 180, you have a few contracts or you're doing a little bit of work or you have a little bit of brand. Day 390, you know, you had your first six or seven employees. You finally got some 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 venture back or you are getting some angel investments or your mom lent you 5,000 bucks or you conducted the eBay hustle and was a restaurant server and you had another job and you just had your own 20,000 laying around, whatever the case is going to be, I've never seen in, in my lifetime too many brands that are just starting out. Again, day one, day 50, day 76, day 390, where they were very thoughtful about their employee experience and HR design and format. And and frankly, the way that I look at the world from an E1B2 lens, an employee's first business, second lens, I frankly definitely have not seen any startup, any brand focus on that in the beginning stages. I've been a big advocate of believing that if a brand were to do so, if a brand were to start things from day one with that mindset, with that perspective, it could change a lot. It could actually make the business much more productive from the get-go. Um, interesting. Uh, probably could uh, attract a lot of PR, a lot, a lot of great talent. And I think it's pretty interesting. So um, I'm working on what that would look like uh, right now from a service perspective and what brands should be thinking about. And I'm just going to share it with you guys because, again, uh, I believe in sharing my perspectives and knowledge in real time and, and getting some feedback on that. So let's walk through this. Uh, I got about six things so far that I think if I were to, to put my founder CEO cap back on and I were to jump back five, six, six, seven years ago, back into the entrepreneur that I once was and that I will be again, um, I would probably start with creating the employee experience framework that fits 
the brand that I have, as well as naturally fits the mindsets and operational approach at an EQ level of the executive team. Now, I said a lot there. So first things first, employee experience framework. For me and the way I look at it, an employee experience framework uh, is very robust. You know, an employee experience framework is pretty much a complete audit and, uh, and an overall look at a lot of different aspects, right? It's looking into the attraction of talent and employer brand model. It's your retention of talent experience. It's your onboarding experience for your lower to mid-level employees. It's your onboarding experience for your executives. It's your employee engagement strategy. It's um, you know your overall performance re- review experience. It's uh, your benefits and compensation experience. That overall framework, those buckets have a lot in there, right? There's a lot of flushing out that you need to do. And I genuinely believe, I am a believer that you should be intentional about that work. You should be intentional about the way that you go about it. I'm a big fan of that. Um, so that's first things first, right? And then secondly, if you guys listen to what I said, the way it naturally fits the mindset of the executive's and the hearts and minds at that level, right? So for me, you guys know me. I'm very big on employees first. I'm very big on EQ. I'm very big on loving. I'm very big on, you know, giving a shit. I'm very big on personalizing things. Some founders aren't. Some brands aren't. And so I think there's a world where this is an a la carte type thing where you lay out all the different scopes of the employee experience model and whatever feels natural to you from the beginning stages, that's what I feel you should work on. What I'm not a big fan of and what's, and frankly, I've been going through a lot of struggles as it is recently professionally is when you try to change a perspective of an adult, right? A 27-year-old, a 35-year-old, a 45-year-old, a 50-year-old that have had a few internships, that have had a few jobs, that have had a few bad leaders and mentors. They begin to think that the way the world is, is the way the world it should be. And so what I don't want to do is I don't want to try to get into the, the, the situation from the beginning, which is getting into change in management tactics and practices. But what I do want to do is I know there are five to seven to 12 things in the employee experience bucket that people can really resonate with from the beginning at a natural level that they will definitely get excited about. So I definitely want to do that. The second thing I would ask everyone to do is conducting deep dive into the data that supports why this is impactful. There is so much data now, and thank God, frankly, uh, around why employee experience is impactful, what it looks like at a tangible level, and uh, that, that data will be able to provide value to leaders, right? Provide value to the six, the 12, the 15 people inside of your startup that may not understand why it's important. I think there's a lot of individuals here that respect data, that respect research, that respect results. Um, And a lot of people don't respect ideation, ideas, theory, emotional, you know, heart centered perspectives. Right. A lot of people don't respect those things. And, you know, for me. I think it's important to show data. And then for you, if you're building this out yourself, it's important to find and look at that data to make sure you're on the right track. The third thing is creating operational systems, workflows, and policies to reflect the new experience you're trying to create with your future brand. I believe you don't see what happens. And and, and please, I'm not trying to disrespect anyone that does this because it is what it is. 
Startups are crazy. The world is crazy. No one's perfect. But what I see happen too often is you wait till you're in month 12, month 18, month 27, month 72, and then you try to then go back and adjust and change and shift and create policies to reflect an employee experience center type brand. Or what I see people do is they look at the top companies in their space and they say, oh, we're just going to take those policies, those systems, those workflows, those operational structures, and we're just going to embed them into our organization because we're going to follow the breadcrumbs. What I want you guys to do and what I'm begging for you guys to do is you decide what's going to work for you as a leader, what you want to have as your organizational structure, as your framework, as your workflow, as your policy, what makes sense to you and what you want to create long term for the people that are going to be working inside of your brand and working on your brand. I believe you should be very intentional for the beginning around that. Fourth thing or fifth thing rather. You Oh, no, fourth thing. Sorry about that. Uh, you want to go through and create and understand your org chart, your organizational framework and design, again, from an employee experience, E1, B2 perspective, right? Your org chart will look very interesting if you are doing this. I'll give you a clear example. I believe there's a world where you have multiple people at the executive level focusing on certain niches of marketing, certain niches of operations, certain niches of technology. What I believe is there's too many people that are that are the leaders of a big macro bucket and not enough people that are the leaders of their own individual division, right? Give you guys a really simple practical example. Um, the brand that I'm working with right now there's a lot to do from mar- there's a lot to do with marketing, right? There's a sports and fitness division and health and, and and so much content that can be pushed out there. But then there's also a completely another side of marketing that can be around what we're doing at an employee experience level and the type of culture that we're trying to create to attract employees. And then there's a completely other side of the marketing space and division that we can focus on, which is around what we call the speaking bureau, where we're speaking at high levels and being being academia thought leaders around restorative conversations, emotional intelligence, the educational system, you know, uh, you know, play within schools, all different types of things. And I believe in a world where you have multiple leaders at that executive level that are stewarding, that are advising, that are being the strategists, the thought leaders, the engines around each individual bucket. I believe in that world um, versus the traditional org chart, which is, hey, you're just COO, you're chief of marketing, and you're looking over everything. Because frankly, and this might throw you guys off, frankly, not everyone gets up in the morning for everything, right? Not everyone, let me pause myself. I'm a big fan of personalizing. And I know I know that world is not yet here, but I believe that world should be here. And if you're starting a startup today, or if you're in the first, I would say 12 months, 18 months of your startup, you still have time to get into that world. Personalizing and caring about what's going to get someone up in the morning and what's going to have someone motivated is not a caveat. It's not a nice to have. In my opinion, it's a must have. Now, will it cost you more money operationally? Maybe. In the beginning, do you need someone to be a jack of all trades? I definitely agree and I understand. But if you begin, right? Because because that's even true, right? Like like the org chart, 
you can create a future state org chart. And then every decision you make, every strategy you make will work your way up to that org chart. So yeah, like I was, because as I was flushing it out of my head, speaking to you guys, I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, wait, you're an entrepreneur, dude. Like you remember, like, you know, you got to have a jack of all trades, but what you can do and what you can work on is building out the framework of the world that you eventually want to walk into, right? A lot of people don't spend a lot of um, intentional time thinking about the world they want to walk into. And that's the flaw. That's the issue. So create the organization, organizational chart and organizational framework that you inevitably want to have long term. Number five, audit your hiring strategy, your onboarding strategy, your employer brand strategy, your uh, learning and development strategy, your recruiting efforts, and make sure they are all around the employee experience centered focus. It is very different to have an onboarding strategy um, at a company that doesn't even understand what employee experience is and frankly don't have an interest or a desire to understand it versus uh, a, a brand that uh, is completely employee experience centered, right? I'll give you a very clear example. And a brand that doesn't care about employee experience will typically bring you in, conduct the paperwork, go through a, a day or two of, of you know, practice and, and, and testing and, and, and showing you the ropes, giving you any paperwork you need and, and be on your day. One thing that I've implemented and I've been a big fan of is sending you know, a cheat sheet or, um, or, or, or some like, uh, what were those things in college? Uh, some cliff notes, um, at the end of the onboarding process. Hey, Sam, here are the 12 things I think you did amazing. Here are the 12 things I don't think you did so great at as far as like consuming the information. I had to kind of repeat myself a few times, review these. And then I wrote another 12 things of where I think you can, Kind of put this in the back pocket so that when you actually are out in the field or you're at your desk and you're getting into the work, instead of reaching out to me, instead of even reaching out to your direct report, I'm going to give you these 12 little tips that I want you to put into effect when you're stumped, when you're a little bit confused, because it's going to actually develop and teach your brain of how to do it yourself. And I know it's going to make your brain more comfortable and I love you. So I want that to happen, right? It's a, it's a, it's a shift. It's, it's different. It's, it's, What's going to bring the most value to that person and how is their experience going to be pleasant and, 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 and avoid fear, avoid anxiety, avoid discomfort, right? Avoid potentially making your direct report who's having a bad day that day and automatically is not in the best state when you come for them to help because you don't have those cliff notes. Now they're looking at you like you're incompetent, where really you're just looking for more support, which is completely okay. So again, auditing your hiring strategy, your onboarding strategy, your employer branding strategy, your marketing strategy, your learning and development, and make sure every single bit of it is with that employee experience touch. Last thing, creating systems, technology that will support this build out. Uh, my guy, Naya, uh, is a legend as it pertains to this. And you guys should have a Naya inside of your organization. Someone that will hear you, that will respect you, that will love you and care for you around why you're creating this employee experience centered, centered organizational design and structure. And then he will come in on the back end and create systems, technology support to build out uh, and, and really make sure the framework of your organization is based around uh, those variables. So. I know it was a lot to hear, but that's what I got so far. That's what I think would be valuable to a lot of brands out there. Hopefully it was valuable to you guys. 
I know it's valuable for me as I am trying to put together how I'm going to support these startups, support these brands in the beginning stages, in the first 12 to 18 months, in the ideation stage. Um, Yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Hopefully you guys found value. And as always, have a wonderful day. And oh, I didn't I didn't forget. I just I've kind of not wanted to talk about it, but I am going to say one thing. Please, to all the families that have either gone through a death, have someone that's very sick, or you guys got sick and now you've now recovered, God bless you. I love you. Stay safe. Stay strong. Stay clean. Remain patient. Remain positive. This will all end at some point. I promise. I don't know when, but it will. And I want you guys to uh, just just keep fighting. And so uh, love you all and have a wonderful day.